What is up, everybody? This is the Baxter Street Boys. I'm your host, Cole Wilcox. Not joined, as always, by Jake Gordon today. He had prior obligations. So it's just me and Griff rocking it today. Uh, last time we were on the show, it ended abruptly as we argued about, of all teams, North Carolina. Um, one of us one of us brains victorious. Uh, we'll talk about that. But the big news, obviously, is the cocktail party. It's Georgia-Florida week. Uh, it is one of the best weeks of the year. It really is. It, just the banner on Twitter, um, just knowing, knowing what it means. Usually it's for the East, but Florida sucks, so it's not for the East this year. But there's always pride on, on, on the table. So let's talk about it. Let's get into it. Let's break down the matchup a little bit in the ways that only we can, and let's make something happen. Um, please subscribe to the show. Like this video. Oh, it does us a huge favor. We appreciate you guys. Without further ado. Let's talk ball. It's a sapper, baby! Oh, he's running all over people. Just stepped on their face with a hobnail boot. The freshman just ran it back to Philadelphia. <laughs> no! <laughs> Your sideline. And it's intercepted. Intercepted. Kaylee Ringo. Touchdown, Georgia. I know I'm asking a lot, you guys, but hunker it down one more time. What's happening? Dude, spin. Grinding, you know. You're not kicking it at Frat Beach this week. Heck no, man. I've never, I've never set foot on Frat Beach. I'm, I'm proud to say. So mm. here's the thing, man. For, Georgia, Florida is something you should go to. If you've never been, I would highly recommend doing it. You should. It is, Absolutely. It, it's a unique experience. Like neutral site games suck. I hate neutral site games. Like the opening games. Like we're playing Georgia Clemson in Atlanta. It's stupid. It should be a home at home always. Home like. That's what's great about college. It's like the home atmosphere, the traditions, like seeing the college towns. It's the best part of it, and neutral site games kill it. There are some exceptions. Like Georgia, Florida is an awesome college football experience. Like it's, it is college football. It is in itself and its own tradition. It's like the Red yes. River Shootout. Like yes, it, there's it, only a few games that that like neutral site is worth it. Like to stay, that one is to stay. I, we've been on this podcast saying like we support the home and home because i still like as, as cool as jacksonville is i'm in a huge favor of going home home jacksonville i think that would be sick i think that would be cool and every single player gets to play at every place like i think that'd be cool um but you know it is what it is what i will say is i went four times in a row in college and then uh, the two years after college uh i'd be good never going back yep. i would be perfectly happy never going back i'll take my son one day but that that's about it. Unless yeah. somebody had a beach house, private beach house, I might just go down to the beach house, hang out for the week, play some golf, and not even go to the game. Like, number one, well, it will be sick when when the Jaguars get a new stadium because they're getting a new stadium. Yeah. So that will be cool because that's one of the worst parts. That stadium is a joke. It, it's it's bad. Dumpster. It's pretty ugly. It's a dumpster. Uh, it, it, You look like you're just out in the middle of a freaking, I don't know, field, and they just dropped some big white building there. It's honestly what it looks like. <laughs> Number two, the traffic down there, because there's like two exits to get off right there. It's awful. It's I bad. sat the last time I went down there, dude, I sat in so much traffic. I was like, I'm not coming back here again. Three, like, there's just so many people. There is so many people. Like, there's so nowhere many. to go. There's so many people. It's unbelievable. Uh, but it is like, like I said, it's one of those things where, you know, if you go enough times, everything gets old. But if you haven't been before, it's 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 awesome. It really is. I remember the first time I went as a kid, um, my dad the whole time, and, and I didn't handle losses very well as a, as a child. I, I probably still don't all the time, but definitely as a kid, I didn't. <laughs> we just don't know anymore. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we forgot. Yeah, right. Um, 
but he was like, like anything I did, I freaked out if I lost. Well, I took Georgia very seriously as like a six year old, and he's like, Cole now. He was just prepping me to lose, pretty much. It was it was 2007. <laughs> we were not favored to win. We go down there, first touchdown, we rush the field. Place is just going crazy. I thought it was the coolest thing ever because you, you could just see the disappointment on the Florida fans' faces. <laughs> like, like we were walking out, and all the Georgia fans – I thought cuss words were the funniest thing on earth at that point in time. Everybody's – you know, they we're giving birds to the Florida fans, and I'm just laughing at it. Like, I thought it was awesome. So, I fell in love with it then, but – you know, like I said, I, I'm good now. I'll watch it from home this next. Yeah, time. yeah. I've been the past three years, and uh, 2021, I, I, I literally was almost involved in shooting. Uh, the, there literally was a man who was shot and murdered uh, in in my general area, and people were running away from it. Uh, my girlfriend almost got trampled by people. Had to you know pick her right up to the ground and just take off. Man, that's uh, Jacksonville, baby. That's why. That's you it. Know. I mean, it just is what it is. I mean, remember when we uh, we took that wrong turn and we were literally like in the hood, like we were in. The- oh, that's where we parked for this game. <laughs> yeah, we were. <laughs> we were what- like, we we looked up that restaurant. We're like, oh, this looks pretty good. And we walked down <laughs> yeah. there, and there was just like, I don't know. There was like, it was like all low income, low income housing. We walked the wrong way. And I'm like, you know what? You know, we probably shouldn't be over here, but. Good food though. Food was unbelievable. It was good. It, it was, was good. good food. We good watched burger. Michigan State whoop Michigan's. Yes, ass yes, that we game. did. That was fun. That we found the cheapest too. parking spot possible. Yeah, I mean, you get good times. We literally drove down there that night and then drove all the way back after the game, pissed off because yeah, because we lost. We had to watch freaking some some bad football that. No, night. it was Clemson and Notre Dame. It was a good game. It was the game. DJ no, I'm talking before. about the the freaking actual game. Oh yeah, the Georgia. That yeah. sucks. I, that, the, that's the first our last half was awesome. regular season loss. The the first half was awesome. We yeah. uh, until Stetson Bennett got hurt, and then Dwan Mathis came in and just is the worst quarterback to ever grace the field as in a Georgia uniform. I I, I can't. There's not possibly anyone worse. By the way, Griff, in this in this Bucks Bills game, did you see Jake Marta get involved in the scrum and get his helmet ripped off? No, I missed that. <laughs> it was it was quite funny. I was I was just like barely like kind of watching. I was doing something on my computer, and I look up and I saw there was a scrum. I'm like, oh sweet. And the next thing I know, somebody's helmet goes flying, and it, it was Jake. And they did like the zoom in, and so it was freaking Ed Rousseau or whatever, however you say it. On uh, heck no, yeah, and he freaking get out of there, Jake. Helmet off, and he yeah, he was still mouthing. I'm like Jake, scram, bro, <laughs> dude, get out of there. But yeah, you're not made for this. Anyway, Georgia-Florida this week, we have a 14-and-a-half-point spread. Vegas sees us winning by three scores. Um, Griff, what's your thoughts, initial thoughts? Uh, After thinking about it all week long, uh, really mulling over all the details and diving deep into the uh, stats and analysis, uh, we're going to beat the brakes off of them. No shot any of this was done. We're going to beat the brakes off of them. (laughs) Tell me something Tell me some of the stats and analysis you, you dove deep into. I didn't dive into any. Come on now, guys. <laughs> All we need to know is that on one sideline, yeah. there's Kirby Smart. Yeah. On the other sideline, there's Billy Napier. Great guy, Billy Napier. He's a great guy. Great he's guy, from, Billy Napier. He, he's he's from the the right part of town. He's you know he's yeah. from he's from a great place. Yeah. You know, great people come from great there. guy. Great guy. Not great not guy. Even, not he, he, not the best coach on the field on Saturday. He, he not even close. I mean, he, he, there there might be four coaches on the sideline of Georgia that are better than him. 
so here's a question. Here's a question. Would Florida fans trade Billy Napier for Will Muschamp right now? No. They hate Will Muschamp. I don't know, dude. I don't know if that's true. In, in the Twitter comments, I always see like like Muschamp didn't work out as good as a head coach, but at least we knew every year we'd roll with a good defense. So like it kind of takes you sucking being a complete doormat for a little bit to like appreciate what you had. Do you think they'll take they'd take Dan Mullen back right now? Uh in a heartbeat. Really? In a heartbeat, dude. Yes. I really do. I do. They, I miss Dan Mullen. I, I wish Dan Mullen was still the coach because this week would be even better. I hated Dan Mullen. My, I, I probably hated Dan Mullen more than any other coach I've ever hated. There's no way. Butch dude, Jones has to take the nah. cake. I, I didn't like Butch Jones, but Dan Mullen, dude, while we were in college, it was Dan. Florida fans were just like, before we had the podcast page, if we'd had the podcast page when Florida fans were on their high, <laughs> that would have been a war. Whenever they swore up and down that he Dan was Mullen coach. was a better coach than Kirby Smart. I was just was on my absurd. own Twitter account at that point. And I, I don't really say much on my own Twitter account, and I was just fuming all the time like these people, dude. I freaking hate them. So, yeah, I, there's the way he approached everything, that his press conferences, everything about him was just so freaking goofy. I can't stand it. That's the most satisfying loss that Georgia didn't give was the LSU loss, like the, the Florida losing to LSU that kicked yeah, out of the playoffs. That was a good one. Because I was, Wilson dude, I'm going into that SEC championship that. game and I'm like, Florida could beat Bama and they will go to the playoff. And that is not, that is something I do not want bad. And when they, when <laughs> they did that, dude, that was the freaking best. That was the best. That was awesome. Anyway, let's give me your top three Georgia Florida games of your lifetime. Ooh, I like this question. Uh, Number one for me is probably 2012. That game yeah. was awesome. 2012 yeah. was awesome. Uh, that just that game is just everything. Like it just was so mucky too. It was just a nasty game. Aaron Murray threw three picks in the first half. Mm. Uh, the Malcolm Mitchell touchdown. Jarvis oh, Jones forced fumble at the end of the game. Uh, yeah, it that that one is number one for me. Number two is probably easy to 2007 beating oh. Tebow and rushing the field like. That one's the best. So awesome. And then uh three. I'd probably say it's gotta be one time when we beat Dan Mullen. Probably 2021. But I don't know. Twenty twenty nineteen was good too. Twenty nineteen was good just because both teams like it was it was probably the most even matchup we've had there in a while. Yeah. 2019 was good. 2018 wasn't bad because they kind of came into that game with some hype, but we killed all. 2017 of it. was awesome, dude. 2017 is in my top yeah. three for sure. But just they they just that, that was the first time. Yeah, but that was the first time, really in our lifetime, that we had just ran them out of that. They stadium. beat Tennessee, didn't they, didn't they beat Tennessee on a hail mary that year? Pretty much. I think that was the year. I think I think that the year after. Yeah, because that well, no, I guess it was that year because the year before is when Tennessee went. And beat them for the first time in like twelve years. Yeah, because all I heard about was freaking uh, whatever his name was, burning T's Tabor. Like Juwan Jennings, the best. Yeah. Anyway, mine mine is the same. I would just swap out seven years for seventeen because seventeen was the best. Oh, seven always be the best for me because that story I just told. But uh, yeah, twenty twelve would be next, and then twenty seventeen just boat racing them was for the first time really ever. Was yeah, the best. that was it was it was awesome. Uh, anyway, so this game here, I 
I don't really know what to think about it, honestly, because I think Florida might be the most talented team we've played all year. Mm. Like, I think they probably definitely might. I don't think there's a close second. Talented, maybe, but they definitely. did get boat raced by Kentucky. Yeah, I, I don't. They're definitely not as good of a team as Kentucky is, but I, Florida is definitely more talented than Kentucky, especially, especially on the lines of scrimmage. Kentucky is probably better, but but Florida has more talent. I think South Carolina is a decently talented team. The Shane Beamer is just a, a bum. They're nowhere near Florida though. Florida's definitely the most talented, and you know that's. I think that's a good test because. We're kind of going into a stretch. That, well, we are going into a stretch. It's our toughest stretch of the season. Florida's up first. It's kind of an on-ramp to it. They're probably the worst of the four. Well, I mean, they killed Tennessee, so I guess they're <laughs> the third of the fourth. Uh, that, that game, like, people just forget about that game, I think, especially when talking about Tennessee. It's crazy, honestly. And I'm like, I, what, how are we, like, like, Tennessee fans today, on Twitter, I see the Voldemort guy, who I like. I legitimately like Voldemort. I think he's, he's funny. I think he's funny. Like, and he – he has some feel, like he admits when he's wrong. It, he's funny. Anyway, he tweeted, who do, we, who do we really want to win, Georgia or Florida? And I start reading the comment sections, which is the best thing to do on Twitter. If, if you don't like Twitter, you're not reading the comment sections. That's your problem. And that's a fact. So I go read the comment section, and people are like, well, I, I really think we need to pull for Florida because for us, for us to get to Atlanta, we need Georgia to lose. Tennessee's about to lose like three of their next four games. They yeah, got both I, raced by Florida. They're never – Hypo will never win on the road. Dude, they, they are really, really lucky that they pulled out that AM game and that Jimbo Fisher is just a the terrible worst. football coach. They're also like they're everyone is just extremely confident they're gonna beat Kentucky. I I don't know what's what I don't know what to think about Tennessee, but I do know that Florida beat the brakes off of them in Gainesville. So I have like Florida yeah, is capable of being pretty good. Like that's yeah. I guess that's what I'm getting at. They they've had some the two losses they had, they got embarrassed. They really did. The Utah one was brutal. Um, but Kentucky just Kentucky just ran down their throat, which kind of yeah. fooled me. And so that's why, in years past, like I've always, if a team can be ran on, Georgia's going to kill them. Yeah. Like, and, and and if it starts out slow, that's fine, because we're going to get in the fourth quarter and we're going to start gashing you. You know. Yeah. And you know, I, I will game, say I don't think this is going to be one of those slow start games. I don't think it's. I I think we're going to jump out in this one. I. I just I don't think they have anything for our offense on defense at this point. Like, I hope not. I really do because I wish that'd be great. I I kind of see it more as a slow starter, and then we just lean on them, lean on them, lean on them. You look up, you're like, oh, we won by 24. Uh, but also at the same time, you have like I mean, th this offense has a fire under their butt right now. Like, th the past two weeks have been. I agree. Brock Bowers is gone. What's this offense going to do? What's Georgia going to look like without Brock Bowers? They, they're not going to be able to do anything. He saved them against Auburn. I mean, what, what, what would have happened in that Auburn game if they didn't have Brock Bowers? I, you're about to find out what happens when we don't have Brock Bowers, and we're still just as good. Not just as good, but we're still really good. I think a key stat in this game I've heard on a few different platforms now is Florida is like one of the worst teams on third down on offense. And we are the number one third down defense in the country. So I, if, if we, you know, if we shut down the run game and they're screwed, and that's anybody against us. If we make a yeah. team one dimensional, they're screwed. Florida's run game is very hit or miss. Uh, the Utah game, I bet on Florida because I was like, Utah's really good, but Florida's run game is supposed to be really, really good at ETN, good offensive line. 
I think you talk. I think Florida can muck this up and keep it within the points. They didn't. They couldn't run the ball at all. Mm-hmm. And Utah's the best defense they face. Then against Tennessee, they just ran all over them, all over mm-hmm. them. Um, Kentucky kind of stifled a little bit, but they've been able to run the ball in most games. Carolina, they were behind the whole game, so they threw it. So it's it's. I don't really have a good feel on Florida at all, and I've watched most of their games, and I still don't have a good feel for them. Uh, I do think they're talented. I think. They have some guys. I don't think they're a very good team. But, you know, it, if you have talent and it's a rivalry game and they're going to get up for it big time, like, you know, I, I, I do kind of see it being mucked up a little bit, but not enough where you ever feel like Florida's in the game. I just – I we are going to get up for this game. Well, yeah. Like, there's, there's no question about that. Like, I mean, Kirby well, hates Florida. Like, he hates does. Them. He hates him. And, and think about the past years when – the talent differential or just like we're just better. What has happened in this game when we're just better than them by a mile? Like, yeah, the like the tw- the years when it was like closer, like 2019 is a close game, but it was uh, two really good teams. Uh, other than that, like it's been three scores at least. Like, yeah, we've put it on them lately. And I don't know. It, it's just never. I, if I'm an opposing team, I just never feel good about coming into a game against Georgia and being like, oh, we got to run the ball really well against them. Yeah, it just doesn't that's... happen. It never happens. Florida or Auburn game, you're like, well, they ran good on you. There was one run for like 70 yards, and it was Peyton Thorne. Like, nobody game plan for Peyton Thorne to run the ball. Yeah. And there he went. So, you, no one has ran consistently on us in three years, I would say. Oklahoma's probably the last thing that just kind of gashed us on, on the ground for a little bit. <clears throat> um, it's – so you're going to have to beat us through the air, and then it falls on the shoulders of Graham Mertz, transfer quarterback from Wisconsin, left for dead at Wisconsin. He was a five-star quarterback. He was supposed to be their savior. Um, he threw for five touchdowns in the season opener on like a Thursday night his freshman year, and everybody thought he was yeah. going to go. And then he was horrible there. He's not been bad for Florida at all. Even, no, even he, in the Utah game, when they were playing, I'm like, he's playing pretty well, honestly. Yeah, he he has been – he's been pretty good. But, I mean – The issue is if he, if he doesn't have that crutch on the run game, I think we could put him in some seriously tough positions. Yeah. I he just he hasn't faced a secondary as talented as ours Not because there isn't one. He hasn't at, faced, at the yeah. end of the day, there isn't one. And I don't I haven't like watched much of you know his tape or just like really been locked in on him all year. But if he tries to get too comfortable back there and sit and try to, you know, just pick apart our secondary, he's either going to get sacked or picked off. Like, it's just I, – I don't have any confidence in Graham Mertz beating us. So, and maybe I'm just way too low on him, but I I just – we've seen it, guys. Like, you know, yeah. we've seen what is, he is. This is the, the area where it's like, well, a quarterback doesn't beat you, but it really does. I mean, the last three losses of Kirby's career was Kyle Trask, who was a Heisman finalist. Bryce Young was the Heisman finalist. Joe and, Burrow. And Joe Burrow, who was the best. I mean, Bryce Young and Joe Burrow won Heisman. It's like those were pretty much the last three of Kirby's losses. Um, who else was in 2020? Um, it was Mac Jones. Jones. So Mac Jones, yeah, another Heisman finalist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like those are the guys who beat us in the past. Um, and a team that has a really good receiver. It's like Ricky Pierce was okay. I mean, they have a couple other guys who are pretty good. It's just. This is one of those games where I don't think it's like, oh, well, you know, it, it's going to take the Florida offense to beat us. 
No, it feels like one of those games where it's going to take Georgia beating us. Like a special a muff punt in the wrong territory, um, doing something dumb on third down. Like, like you know, just stuff where we're just we have, we're beating ourselves. We give Florida some life. And then all of a sudden, it just takes Graham Mertz to score a couple points, and, and they're beating us. Like, yeah, it, I don't think it's going to be one of those things where if we're doing the right thing, I don't think if we play a decent game that Florida can come out and beat us. Like, there's mm-hmm. there's no way that can happen. But there is a way where we can come out, especially early, do something dumb on special teams, even a missed field goal. We know how that momentum swings stuff. Like, it's just stuff like that where you're just giving Florida life, you give them life, you give them life, and next thing you know, you're midway through the third quarter and you get a freaking dog fight on your hands. Yeah, and that's not what I want to watch on Saturday. No. I want to watch us beat the brakes off of these fools. Here's what I will say, Griff. I was telling somebody this today, actually. They're asking about Georgia, what I thought. Blah, blah. I'm like, we're good. I mean, we're one of the better teams. I mean, I think we're the personally, I believe we're the best team in the country. I could, I could see how you argue against that, but personally, that's what I believe. I've had a lot of fun watching the season, though, because I have lowered my expectations slightly, just because I didn't know what to expect coming into the season. And I still don't know what to expect day in and day out. So yeah. you kind of go in, you kind of go in every week with a little bit of butterflies, which I last year, none, zero. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's crazy. There were zero butterflies at any point in time. After the first quarter of the Oregon game, I knew for a fact we were going undefeated. That was, it was just like, okay, this team's unbelievable. Like this team, I think is very, very good. And I think they're going to be very, very good, but I still rolling on Saturdays. Like, okay, which team we're going to get? Like, I'm very excited for this ne- next month of football. Yeah, this is the best regular season stretch we've had in a long, long time. I'm yeah. excited about it. It's gonna be some good tests. Yeah, I'm I'm super pumped. I'm I, very glad we have Missouri at home. Yeah, me too. They're good. They are very good. Missouri is good, legitimately good. We got a lot. Yeah. We'll talk about them next week. But um, anyway, what do you see us doing? You've already kind of mentioned about the offense. You think they're gonna wake up? And I and I mentioned that last show too. I I think we're gonna come out with a chip on our shoulder. We we. They've heard it all week. Listen, dude. Um, I, like, who who do we lean on? I guess who? Bowers was the crutch. Uh, it's hard to even say crutch. He was just the best player. Who's the guys getting those targets in crunch time? I I think it's Marcus Rosemi, Jack Saint. I think it's uh, I, I, it's all your season receivers. It's Marcus Rosemi, Jack Saint. It's Dominic Lovett. It's uh, you're it, it's, a big one. It's Rara Thomas. Like, no, you're forgetting an even bigger one. Who the heck? Lab McConkey. Oh, duh. Literally yeah. our best receiver. Yeah, you know, it's it's Lab McConkey. It's it's those guys. Like we have four guys. Those four guys right there are seasoned wide receivers in the SEC. Yeah. Like they are all seasoned wide receivers in the SEC. So like, you think you think it's it's kind of like a a committee, like not one guy picks up the pieces, you think the group elevates. Yeah, it's moneyball, man. Like yeah. we, we don't need another Brock Bowers. We need three guys who can produce what Brock Bowers is producing. Yeah. I agree. And I thought that from the whole time where I was like, well, I think Oscar Depp's going to step in and, man, you know, really really do well. I think he's going to do well too. But we don't need Oscar Depp to replace Brock Bowers. That's not what we need. We need him to come in and help elevate the team so we can, as a group, collectively replace Brock Bowers. Um, You're not going to replace him with one guy. That's That's – there's a reason he's brought Bowers. Like, he he is the best player in college football. Yeah, he you is. don't replace that. You don't replace that. What you do, like we said, is you use everyone around you to elevate their game 
and to replace him as a whole. So that's what I expect him to do on offense for sure. I, I you know, there's a good chance for Beck to prove some stuff. Like this, know, he's not, this he's not is a balanced most, or whatever. This, this is the most talented receiving core we've had in a while. Oh, it's I, not even close. Well, it, I mean, yeah, last year's pretty good with AD. Yeah. With AD and but he didn't and, play and, all year. And like, really? Yeah, yeah, no doubt. So, for sure. For full season, definitely. I mean, so I this this receiving core is really, really good. And people are are soon are about to find out that Carson Beck is a freaking baller. I I I'm sick and tired of nobody really actually respecting him. People are like, eh, yeah, yeah, it's, he's kind of weird. He's serviceable, like he's good, like he's fine. Like, no, he's good. And I've like, been watching, like I will say the Georgia fan base seems pretty like pretty unanimous across the board that Beck is a dude. Like at this point. Yeah, and that's good. But the I rest think, of the country, I think the Kentucky game was like, okay, you know, he can do it. Um, because I, I haven't seen much Beck slander at all in our comment yeah, section. And a that's while. good. That's what but exactly yes, you're right. When be. I listen to other people talk, like big college football people. And they'll mention Carson Beck. Well, you know, we got to see what he's got to do without Bowers. Like, nobody says about NBA, any other quarterback in the country. Like, oh, you know, I mean, best, you know, he's got Brock Bowers. Okay. I saw yeah, on Twitter. I mean, Patrick Mahomes has Travis Kelsey, and he's still the yeah. best quarterback in the league. I saw uh, our good friend Chris Marler on Twitter today come out with some quarterback <laughs> rankings for the SEC. Uh, at number three, he had Graham Mertz, and at number four, he had Carson Beck. Uh, well, we'll that, dude, that dude has never been wrong about anything. Ever we'll so maybe you know we're in we trouble. We'll but... see. <laughs> we'll they'll, they'll play each other on the same field today, or to, on Saturday. So yeah, we we will no longer have to argue after this game. Um, who do you have one and two? Jane Daniels and who? Dart. Uh, Jane Daniels and who was it? It had to be Jackson Dart. There's no way it was anyone else. Uh, it had to be Jackson Dart. I can which, sure, which I disagree but... with, but yeah, I, yeah. It's no, there's there's a legit opportunity in front of us here. Like, I don't think any of those teams are losing before. Well, Tennessee will, but yeah. Ole Miss and Missouri are not going to lose before we play them again. Ole Miss could be a top ten team by the time we play them. Heck, Missouri won't be a top team. Who does Missouri play this week? They're by. They're off. Oh dang, they get a bye before us. Yep. I'm telling you, it's just if it wasn't in Sanford, I'd be scared. But I just don't see them coming in Sanford and beat. Yeah, us. we that, ain't losing in Sanford. That's baby. a story for another time. But. No, he has Brady Cook number two. Oh no, he has Carson Beck at five. I was wrong. He has Jaden Daniels one, Brady Cook two, Jackson Dart three, Graham Mertz four, Carson Beck five. Yeah, I mean, I'm fine if you put Beck four there. I, I don't think you can put Graham Mertz in front of him. Does Graham Mertz have better stats or no? Okay, he's got less uh, picks. He threw for four twenty. Like it's inflated on Carolina. He threw for four twenty nine. But uh, what was I going to say? There, there's a legit chance coming up with a schedule in front of us. Like, we're going to be a featured game every single week for the next month. Like, if Beck goes out and balls out in those games, that dude's going to be in New York. Yeah, look out. <laughs> like, there's a legit chance. If, you, if you're if you a gambling man, I don't know what his odds are right now. There, I think, he's, he's in the conversation right now, I think. I, he He's, like, I saw an ESPN thing today that was like the first the top five Heisman and then the next six and he was in the next six yeah and I think that's probably a good spot for him right now but it's because we he hasn't had a chance to showcase anything Kentucky's the only one and he, and he did really well so I think I think it's worth a sprinkle right now I don't know what the odds are they're probably like three thousand I can look it up but 
I don't even I don't know if it's that high to be honest. Well, maybe it is because there are some guys who are like heavy favorites right now. Michael Penix is pretty high up there, but he had a bad week last week. JJ McCarthy. Yeah, JJ McCarthy. Anyway, I I I would not. I do not think that's a bad bet. I wouldn't put a ton of money on it, but just because the opportunity in front of us and like I also think that it's possible if he really shows out these next four games that he would he would. I'm showing plus. 3,500 right now. Yeah, I mean, that's that's tough to pass up. I think that's worth like a 20 buck sprinkle on it. Yeah. Like a half unit. Um, so, well, half unit sprinkle on there. Yeah, I, I I'm excited to see how he responds cuz I, I think he's a good I think he's a very good player. I think he's as talented as anybody we've had in our center in a long time. And he's he's capable of, of winning us games, which you know, he's kind of done already against Auburn and, and the South Carolina to an extent. So, you know, let's just you can say whatever you want about Brock Bowers winning us the Auburn game. Yeah, he he did, like absolutely. But also Carson Beck made some throws and he that looked, a lot I, of quarterbacks in the country aren't making. I think what really did it for me in the Auburn game was the fact that he just didn't look. He didn't look rattled. He didn't look sped up at all. Man. We're down seven points, and he's like, all right, screw it. Touchdown. Next drive, touchdown. And that right there showed me a lot about him. Same thing against South Carolina, too. Down 14-3 to three yeah. at the half. Offense looked horrendous for a whole half of football. What, what does he do first drive? He comes out, looks calm, composed, and just absolutely tears down the field. Like, yeah. He doesn't get sped up, and that, and that that'll be big this game because this this isn't a different environment. I mean, he's probably been there what three times now, so he he understands it. He's from Florida, so it, you know there probably is a little chip on his shoulder there. But I did hear a stat: uh, the last out of the last ten first starts for QBs at, uh, in this Florida game, we are one and nine. Yeah, I mean Jake Fromm's the only win. Yeah, yeah. I mean we we started a lot of quarterbacks against Florida. We have. <laughs> Font and Bonta. I mean, Jacob Lambert Eason. got a start. Easton got a start. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that doesn't that that stat doesn't hold much. But weight, but man. it is true. Like that environment is different uh, because, like, especially if you grew up in that area, you know how big it is. And he's a guy. I think he's a North he Florida does. guy too. He so is. He, yeah, he's he, Florida guy. I think he's North too. So he, he he probably grew up going to that game. He knows a lot about it. Like it, there is going to be a little something extra for him. But you know, I hope we. If he can just settle in the game early, uh, get some easy throws for him, and we've talked about it before. I don't think easy throws for him is, is screens. I think it's more like a comeback route where he can really rip it. Uh, so let's let's get him involved early. Let's get him rolling early, get him in sync, and then just let him blossom. Just let him – like, just run some throws over the middle. Let him just sling that thing. Like, I just – like, it's, it's felt so nice. Every drive, good drive that we've had, it feels like it starts with, like, a deep slant over the middle that just like is wide open and he just chunks one. Like, yeah, just he, he likes to let it go. He's a gunslinger. I love it. He's a gunslinger. Uh, defensively, uh, you got to stop the run. You got to stop Florida's run. Yep. And I, I think we're going to make a statement here. We need, we need our edges to come play. We got to set the edge. We can't get beat off the edge. Uh, we, we played a lot of long guy, young guys against Vanderbilt. I kind of expect to see a lot of the same. Um, I, I think they're just so talented that you can't keep them off the field. It's just a sink or swim at this point. Uh, yeah, and this is the I think this is the first game where our defense really has to get up for. Like Kentucky kind of was, um, mm-hmm. but this is the one where it's like, all right, let's prove, let's prove we're the best. 
And so that gives me a little bit of confidence going into it. Yeah, I'm 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 gonna listen to the the Kirby Smart halftime speech from 2021 about <laughs> seven times in the morning on Saturday. Yeah, put that in the pregame playlist. I'm a bust. It's just like I, Florida I, fans, man. They did. I, how do you think they feel? Have you have you seen many on Twitter? I haven't seen many. I honestly think they're they feel pretty good. I think I think if they covered, it'd be a win. Like I think if they kept oh, the for game them for sure, it'd be a win if they covered. Sadly, they're not. It's I, yeah. I think I think they're at the point where if they keep it competitive, like they've won five games already, which is mm-hmm. I think if you gave them some true serum, it'd be better than they thought they'd be at this point. No, I, it's definitely better than I thought they'd be. I mean, their win total was set at five and a half. And honestly, one game away from getting it. If they're being realistic, that is a win for them. If they keep this game competitive, that is one thousand percent a win for them. Yeah, that would be a, that would be a step in the right direction. Uh, I think I think if we go boat race on that, they probably lose a lot of hope about the future. It's like yeah. win win as well. Ever and what is what does Graham Mertz look like in the future? How many how much time does he really have? How much time does he have left on on this he team? Can't he, have, he can't have many more years. One at I, most. He was he was a freshman in like yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like if this is his last year. That that's one thing that like with the it's, transfer I don't think portal, it's his last because of COVID, but I think he was a freshman in 2020. That that's one thing that's like weird to me about the transfer portal is like there's teams out there who just go and plug and play a quarterback like Graham Mertz, who's not gonna like like your Florida is not a team that's gonna compete. Like I get it if I, you're a team that's gonna compete. I don't know. I think it makes sense in Florida's case personally because here's why. They're very talented. They have a team that can go out, and, you, and you're trying to build – in college football, there's no, there's no such thing as punting you because yeah. you're always trying to build momentum for recruiting. You Yeah, you and have to just win no matter what. Like so it, you it, get Graham Mertz and you plug him in, and regardless if you think he's going to be there one or two years, they have their guy they think is coming in next year, the Lagway kid. Mm-hmm. They they think he's the best, um, and he is like the highest-rated quarterback in that class, according to 247. So they that's kind of what they're aiming for, so I think they're kind of – you know, you bring in Graham Mertz, he's kind of that bridge guy until you get him, you build the team around him, and then you plug in that last piece, the quarterback, and hope hope that's the final final piece. Yeah. That's but there there are some scenarios where I see what we talked about. But I don't think Florida has like a young freshman stud and like Rashada ended up not going there. So like it'd be different if like there I see what you're saying. If if you had a freshman quarterback who you thought was very talented and good, like just just take your lumps and play him and let him take a beating. And then hopefully he comes back next year better. But in, in yeah. Florida's case, I'm not sure they have that. Yeah. I guess that makes sense, but you, you get what I'm saying. Um, yeah. 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 I yeah. Know, but the defense dude, uh, I want a defensive I, putty. I would love to see a defensive putty. The defensive putty would be sick. I'm already getting hyped thinking about that. I don't know if you've ever mentioned on the show, but I think we have to talk about the story where you, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, got that Florida fan that told him that you already got the ESPN notification at the game. <laughs> this man. All right. What was that? 21? Yeah. Or was it 22? I think it was no, 21. I think it, it was, was definitely Kobe. 21. It was the Kobe. Yeah. Yeah. So this man, and it, I want everyone that's listening to this podcast, unless you're driving, to close your eyes right now and think of a Florida fan. Think of the stereotypical Florida fan. I bet you're thinking bald to balding, a little bit overweight, wearing some overalls, 
Very country. Kind I'll of looks like Turtle Man. Thinking. I'll show you what you're thinking right here. Probably looks a little bit like Turtle Man. I got is it. what you're thinking. Yeah, something similar to that. <laughs> um, that's who was sitting in front of us at this game. And, you know, it was pretty close for the whole time. Like, we've been cutting up with them the whole time. They were funny. And I'm standing on the very – so I'm in the first part of the Florida section. But I'm at the very top. I'm at the very top row, backs to the wall of the bottom section. So there's kind of, you know, there's that big wall right there behind the end zone. Mm-hmm. My back's against that. So I wasn't surrounded by Florida fans. Thank the Lord. I kind of had, you know, upper hand on. I had the high ground. <laughs> well, this dude, you're cutting us the whole time. And we had just, Nolan Smith had just created like two turnovers himself. So we'd scored and kind of went up, what? I think it was uh, like 17 to three at that point. Yeah. And I, <laughs> as Florida's driving down, I tell the guy, I'm like, oh, I just got a notification on my phone. We get a pick six right here. And this man turns around. Are you serious? And then he sat there for a minute and thought about it. Oh, no, no, no. You almost got me. You almost got me. I'm like, something's going I did get you. Next play, <laughs> Nicobe Dean picks him off pick six. It was hilarious. That dude started dying laughing. I respected it. He thought it was hilarious. And he he's leaving. They left there like, oh, y'all are kicking our ass. And he's like dapping me up and stuff. He's like, that was a good one. I was like, all right, all right, man, have a nice drive home. <laughs> I did that to a Kentucky fan during the Kentucky game this year. I just randomly th- thought of that it's moment. Funny I mean, it happens like, you know, when you're sitting watching football or something, it, it happens. And so you get used I don't, to hearing it. I don't, I don't think anyone like actually like believed it, like when I said it. But as soon as, because we scored on the play that I said it. And then one Georgia fan in like the sea of blue that was like in front of me because I was in the Kentucky section turned around. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was funny. Uh, but yeah, if you're going to Jacksonville this week, have some good time. Uh, if you got any pictures, tag us on them on Twitter. I would love to see them. I mean, I, I would like to go, I think it'd be fun. But if you, I think if you really give me some truth, sir, I'd rather just stay here and watch it. Yeah. Um, anyway. Any predictions? Give me your final predictions before we go. Prediction for the game. I got the dogs just absolutely slaughtering the freaking Gators. 37. Yeah, give, me, give me some 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 a couple detailed predictions. All right. 37 to 10 is a score. Uh we got I got Carson Beck going for 300 plus. Okay. Uh three TDs. Uh, okay. Dejon goes for a hundred on the ground. We, oh, we we're gonna score scored. Yeah, five hundred total yards of offense. Probably. Oh, they they don't have anything for us, man. On defense, oh. they don't. It I, people are going to find I mean, out. Rattler did cut them up last week, it, I, dude. People are gonna find out that this Georgia offense is for real, for real, for real. And we are. I, I don't care what you think about Mike Bobo. I don't care what you think about Carson Beck. I don't care what you think about our running backs. We are going to dice up this Florida team the way that we could any single team we wanted to in the country. Oh, okay. Any defensive predictions? On defense, uh, I think Graham Mertz is going to throw at least one interception. Uh, we're forcing at least two turnovers. I think an interception, okay. forced fumble. Love it. Uh, I'd love to see a defensive touchdown. but. Love um it. I think I think we get a Malachi Starks pick this week. Okay, yeah, I was you kind of stole mine. I was going to say Malachi Starks pick six. He hadn't had one of those yet, has he? No, that would yeah, be sick. I'd, I'd love to see a, uh, right after the Powerade commercial, dude. He's on, you know, 
he's riding some momentum, dude. I, that came out of nowhere. I was like, is that Malachi Starks? It, he's, yeah, he's just out of Powerade commercial. He's like, a superstar, like, man. That's freaking sick. He really so, yeah, is. He's I, think, a I think fresh off his Powerade commercial, that's a pick six. Uh, I'm with you. I, I think Beck torches him. I think he torches him. I think I think this is the Lad McConkey breakout game, personally. Ooh. I think he goes for over 100. Um, I think he hits somebody on a double move and we get a nice deep ball. Nice Jacksonville deep ball, which will be fun. Um, and, yeah, I, I, I think defense keeps him under 14 points. I, We're covering think, the spread. I think we stifle him. I, I, Kirby's going to have something for him. Um, unless I think we give up less than 14 defensive points. Hopefully we don't have any turnovers or anything that gives them points. Uh, but, yeah, that's that's my predictions for the game. I think Georgia wins by 20-plus. Uh, I, I do think it's a little bit ugly early on maybe. And then I think we hit a big play and it just gets rolling. That's my predictions. Hopefully I'm wrong. Hopefully we come out from the gate and get them bumping. Before um, we go, Griff. Yeah, let's talk about it. <laughs> I was gonna say, how are we feeling? Like, give me you, your North Carolina boys went down, and that, and <laughs> this was actually the week, dude. It wasn't just them, like, because we had this discussion. Like, people don't people just think, oh, you know, we'll they they start looking at schedules ahead. If they like, if they should win, they will. Right, right. And, and, the, and that's not at what schedules, it is. And it's like, oh, Oklahoma, you know, they they don't play anybody the rest of you. They're they're gonna walk the. Teams that go undefeated either are TCU or they just they got a horseshoe shoved straight there's, up. Their there's teeth. a reason that that doesn't happen. Like it doesn't happen. If you go back and look at some of TCU's wins, it's like Auburn level bullcrap. No, yeah, and they were still a good team. Don't get it twisted about us thinking yeah. that they weren't a good team because they were. And as much as people want to, which is still something that people say on Twitter nonstop. Yeah, yeah. Like, and it doesn't bother oh, me at all. It doesn't bother me either. Like, like I don't know bro, if it bothers anyone. We we won the national championship. How how are you going to, how, how could you possibly take that away from us? We didn't lose a single game and won the national championship. All right, anyway, Griff. Whatever, yeah. But yeah, UNC, dude, that's tough, man. Yeah, and it's like I like I was saying it. You look at the schedule and you think, oh yeah, they should win out. Teams that teams that go undefeated recruit at a very very high level, and they are and they are really really good. And it takes a little bit of luck, like it doesn't happen very often. Um, there's never there's never been a team that's just dominated every single game of their schedule. Like LSU yeah. almost lost to Texas. LSU had a dog fight with Auburn. LSU went toe to toe with Alabama. Like it it takes. A very, very good team to do at the start, and it takes a little bit of luck. These teams that we're talking about, like Oklahoma is a good team. They're not a great team. They're not yeah. like – those it's teams Dylan, don't go undefeated. Dylan Gabriel is getting a lot of hype right now, and I don't think he right. – he's played – he's had a great season. He's been really good, but I just don't – like I, I just they, don't trust him. UCF had them dead. To make UCF it the whole year. Them. But that's yeah. one of the games where we might look back and be like, oh, you know, here's where they got lucky, and they ended up, you know, going undefeated. You never know. It could happen. Uh, but I don't see that. For, I don't see that happening. I think they're going to drop a game. Florida State is is really good. I can see them dropping a game. Like it's going to happen. These teams are going to lose. We're not going to get to a point where there's so many undefeated teams. We don't wanna, don't know how to put in the playoffs. Washington's going toe to toe at home against the worst team in the Pac-12. These yeah. teams are very good. They're very 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 good college football teams. They are not great college football teams. It's still to be seen if Georgia is. It's still to be seen if Ohio State and Michigan are. 
Ohio State's kind of proven they might be. They're they're beating some good teams. Yeah, but. I think they're pretty good, and I don't think it's because of the re- it's not be- it's not because of the way that they've been good in the past. It's they're no, they're, they're, they're tough. Yeah, they're legitimately but tough. We'll see if they're for real tough, like when they play Michigan. But yeah, um, but they're winning games defensively, which which I think is more impressive than offensively. Yeah, no, absolutely. So yeah, and we, we sat here and talked about North Carolina. We had a little miss me miss me communication. I was yeah, asking after Griffin, does he it, think they're going undefeated? He never really answered the question, but it doesn't matter. They didn't. They lost to <laughs> potentially the worst power five team in the country. Yeah. Tough man. Tough. I went tough, I, what tough. I did when I saw that all I could do was laugh. I, I didn't I, watch much of the game. I just kind of saw it in the fourth quarter and I was like, oh my god. I watched like a tiny bit of it and I didn't even have anything on the game. I didn't have any action or anything, but dude tough i'd love to see drake may win the hosman i still do have a drake may future to win the hosman he he played well in that game um the stars would have to line up like straight evenly what would have to happen for him to do that because he has great stats they'd have to win the acc and uh you think they have to win the acc yeah i do i mean he he has a chance to get a marquee win like that like if they go if they make it to the acc championship or play florida state like He's got a chance to get a marquee win like that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But and I don't feel like I think they, they do. don't play Florida State until the AC championship. So like they, yeah, they but that's that. fine. That's what I'm saying. They gotta win the AC championship. Yeah. Um yeah. Who you knows? You can't lose to Virginia with the Hosman unless you win it all, unless you win the ACC. I don't know, dude. I'm trying to think of somebody. Does a one loss North Carolina ACC champion get in? Depends who else is out there. That would be something there. That would be something. They'd be the four seed. I, I know there's they're, not. They're not going to win out, though, man. They play at Clemson and at NC State in the year. That's tough. Yeah. That's who I had circled. I didn't think Virginia would be them, but. No, I didn't either. I mean, that's outrageous. <laughs> they still have Duke, too. Is there any other big SEC games this week? LSU Bama's next week. Um, Kentucky, Tennessee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's. It doesn't seem that big to me. Neither of those teams are in the East. No, it's, it's Missouri. It's Missouri. They're, they're the best yeah, thing. It's team. not a big deal because we've already played Kentucky. If we hadn't played Kentucky yet, that game would feel a lot bigger than it does. Yeah, agreed. But to me, Tennessee's going to lose to Missouri, and so I just – it's hard for me to even – They play at Missouri. They're going to get smoked in that game, honestly. Yeah, they play them before they play us, too. Tennessee could, be, could have four losses before we play them, which would be hilarious. We kind of suck. No, I'm just, I, I'm, we're just riding, disagree. we're just riding so high of how awesome it was last year when they came in undefeated to Sanford Stadium, number one team in the country, and we embarrassed them. <laughs> That's like uh, all of our dreams come true, right? It there. was funny, <laughs> but, I, but I, I would still just rather see them lose. Yeah, personally, every game. Yeah. Anyway, that's the show for tonight. If you reach this far, we're we're just spitballing now. This is what we'll do as soon as we turn off the like. Y'all just saw our conversation after we turn off the cameras, and and we talk here for a little bit before I say, "All right, I'll get it off." That's that's it right there. Yeah, that's pretty just, much just talking about college football games. So I guess we just left the camera rolling for you. If you stayed around, we appreciate it. You're probably one of the dudes. Um, would love would love to watch a game with you sometime. We should have a Bachelor Street Boys get together. And, and we should just like what like. I don't know if you're if you do decide to come next weekend for the Missouri game, we can go somewhere and watch some later games, something like that. Yeah, it'd be fun. Maybe find some folks. All right, that was fun, boys. Um, and and women. 
Uh, big game this week. We got to enjoy it. Love playing Florida. There's something about the jerseys, man, like Georgia, Florida, in Jacksonville. It's going to be sick. I'm so excited for it. Uh, let's, I, I hope we just tear it to them, too. Let's let's make it happen. Uh, subscribe to the show. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Insta, TikTok, all the, all the above. Appreciate you guys. Love you guys. Go dogs.